All right, Brian, before we take a look at these Los Angeles Rams and also uh, recap the injury report, we got a little bit of insight, I know, from you onto something that uh, popped up on the injury report. I want to tell everybody about our great partner, Boomer Jacks. Uh, today is Wednesday. You're going to be hearing this on Thursday. Uh, so when you hear this on Thursday, you'll be hearing this while I am uh, curled up in bed recovering from a food coma from Boomer Jacks because they've got half-price wings on Tuesday and Wednesday. Fantastic wings. Tuesday, it's bone-in wings. Wednesday, it's boneless wings. I don't even like boneless wings. I think they're like chicken nuggets, basically, thrown in sauce. But Boomer Jacks boneless wings have made me a convert. They're actually really good. And so I like going on Tuesday and Wednesdays. The beer is always ice cold. It is the perfect spot for you, your family, your friends, whatever sort of atmosphere you're looking for, you're going to be able to find it at Boomer Jacks, wall-to-wall TVs, live music. Uh, It is the spot for whatever you're looking for. Uh, 17 DFW location, so you can find yours at boomerjacks.com. Once again, that is boomerjacks.com. Thank you to Boomer Jacks, as always, for sponsoring us here at Love of the Star. Uh, Brian, really quickly, uh, before we transition over to the Rams, we're going to take a look at the practice report. And part of that practice report, before we list who was officially on there, uh, Damone Clark uh, started his 21-day practice window to be uh, brought off of NFI. He, of course, had that herniated disc that the Cowboys doctors discovered at the Combine, um, had surgery on that, has, has been out, and... And we all thought this would be a little bit of a redshirt year. It now appears that Damone Clark is gonna is gonna be active this year. Now it may it seems like it's likely to be a lot of special teams. Doesn't feel like it's gonna be a lot of, of linebacker work, but um, a testament to the Cowboys doctors, training staff, and to Damone Clark himself that he's been out there ready and, and it was really good to see him out there today hitting the tackling sled and, and being physical. Well, if they keep giving up five yards of carry on the ground, he they might need be him. playing quicker <laughs> than most. Uh, yeah, you know, and this is one, if you go back to Bobby, when you and I were working on the draft show yep. uh, and the Cowboys selected Clark. And I, I, if you don't know by now, I'm an LSU alum. So I watch every single game like it's uh, my life depends on it. <laughs> and Clark is one of those kids. The last couple of years, LSU really, really struggled to even be a 500 team after winning the national championship. Yep. And he is a tremendous football player. And I mean it in every sense of the word. Uh, at LSU, the number 18 is given to the player, the most inspirational player, a player that leads. Uh, he is the recipient of wearing the 18 jersey for the LSU Tigers. And you can watch the tape of him play. He's a downhill player. He's physical. He's tough. He can cover. He can blitz. He can finish. He, this guy is, just on tape, probably a bottom of the first, early second round type of a talent that the Cowboys got in the fifth round because a lot of teams – did not want to deal with his back injury. And the Cowboys fixed him, they rehabbed him, and now they're about to benefit from a great football player, in my opinion. Let's take a look uh, quickly at the practice report. Uh, full participants today were Dalton Schultz, Connor McGovern, J. Ron Curse. That's big news. That's big. Uh, Malik Hooker, who's dealing with a thumb. I think he's been dealing with that because I saw him in a, a wrist brace uh, last week in the locker during practice week. So I think that's just a new addition. Noah Brown, another big one that's a full participant. You love to see that. Uh, Quentin Bohanna was limited today. Uh, as well as Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson dealing with an ankle thing, which is a little disappointing because Donovan Wilson's been banged up so many times throughout his career. You you hope that he can stay healthy. But he was out there uh, on the resistance courts with Dak Prescott, who uh, was a DNP. Also DNP, Jordan Lewis. Deron Bland, of course, had to step up and, and play really big. But then the other one that was in there that was interesting, Jake Ferguson, a DNP with a knee issue. Uh, I know that you reached out to some folks. What are you hearing, Brian? Yeah, the Jake Ferguson's MRI came back clean. So 
Uh, today will probably be a day that he, of course, he's not going to practice. We've already got through that. We'll see what happens on Thursday's practice. But from all indications that I got that, that Jake Ferguson should be good to go uh, against the Rams unless something else changes. But MRI, as we speak here uh, on this uh, podcast, the MRI was clear and uh, he should be good to go unless something changes along the way. Good news there, and obviously uh, good news seeing J. Ron Curse back and everything else. So the Cowboys trending the right way in a lot of these, uh, you know, trending in the right direction with a lot of these injuries as they prepare to face off against Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams. You know, a team that's riding a good streak. I think they've played really good complementary football. Um, obviously, when you look at them defensively, they've got excellent players coming off the edge. I think they're really aggressive on all three levels. They've got great speed. I think Coach Quinn does a great job mixing it up. And then offensively, I've been really impressed. You know, I've I got tremendous respect for Dak Prescott and what he's been able to do. And then obviously Cooper Rush stepping in, um, being able to get both those backs going. You've seen C.D. Lamb make a lot of plays. Um, I think Kellen uh, has done an excellent job being able to mix it up and kind of play to their strengths. And then Bones always does a great job on special teams. So this is a really good football team that's got a three-game win streak, and um, we got to be ready to go. That is Sean McVay on Tuesday talking about the Dallas Cowboys, giving them their their normal, uh, you know, glowing scouting report that he does for all of the opponents. Uh, I always love it that people are always like, wow, Sean McVay, how great. I'm not saying he's not great, but it is always the most basic level, like, report on a team. Just so like, would you like for him to say – we don't run the ball all that well, but Dallas has struggled to, to defend the run. We're going to try and run the ball. I think we're going to have success running the ball against the Cowboys. If we get passing situations, they're likely to kill us. Our quarterback doesn't really want to throw the ball down the field. But, you know, that, that's what you want him you, to say. You, you said yeah. it all. You said it all, yeah. Brian brought us. Yeah. That, that's exactly yeah. what I want from him. I want, I want him to come out there, and I want him to, to give him some bulletin board material. Uh, yeah. like, like Doug Peterson saying, we're going we're gonna to beat Dallas next week, or Jamar Chase saying Trayvon Diggs isn't very good. Like, I want all of that. that that's what I want from Sean McVay, but uh, that's to be expected. The Rams 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Brian, I know you've gotten a chance to take a look at this football team. First question I'll ask you, because uh, I still got to get into my study on this football team uh, for Friday, uh, but first question I want to ask you about them is – do you think there's any any sort of Super Bowl hangover? It seems like a lot of the fan base, I, I was noticing some fans on social media of the Rams and stuff chattering about this team doesn't seem hungry, which at yeah. times can just be stock criticism from a fan base. But uh, are you seeing a team that, that you know, felt themselves a little bit too much this offseason? No, I, I think, honestly, it's a team that is it's struggled in some spots. Their offensive line clearly isn't as good as it was last year you know they they're you know Andrew Whitworth the uh, outstanding left tackle retiring Joe Noteboom who's uh uh you know TCU local kid here you yeah. know uh, Texas kid they've been banged up along the offensive line they they really haven't been able to get Allen Robinson going uh you know they, they to me when you talk about playmakers Odell Beckham was huge for them last year yeah. you know and then he got hurt. I, I guarantee you if when November rolls around, uh, you know, we'll probably see Odell Beckham Jr. once again in a Rams uniform. But, yeah, they, they've struggled a little bit. Cooper Cup is still a tremendous football player. And he's going to get 19 targets. He's probably going to get 14 catches. You know, you can't get disappointed playing Cooper Cup because he is going to make plays uh, at all levels. And 
you know, that's that's what you got to know about. I mean, they've really, you know, Tyler Higby is a tight end that they drafted in 2016 in the fourth round and has really, really done a great job of catching the football. And, you know, that's kind of what they are right now. Cam Akers, uh, the running game, you're going to see the numbers. Don't get fooled by the numbers. I, I think the Rams are going to try and run the ball in the Cowboys. I think they're going to – they have to. I, I don't think – you know, it, it was uh, it was tough for him against the uh, the 49ers. I watched the Arizona game. You know, I mean, there were a couple of times where pulling guards, pulling tackles, things like that were effective for them. They just don't try to run the ball. The, the attempts they have are low. Uh, the uh, yards per carry are low. But if you're if you're Sean McVay, you're watching the Cowboys defensively. You're saying. If I get into a, a game where I have to throw the ball every single snap, these guys will eat me alive just because of the way they rush the passer. And the running game, we've seen teams look at the last, you know, look at the last several weeks. There's been teams that haven't had great offensive lines, but what have they done? Found a way to run the football a yeah. little bit. So yeah, I think the Cowboys must be ready for that. I think another thing too, Bobby, is these, this team, and I'm not just saying it because we saw it last week because of what the commanders did. This this Rams team has a legitimate screen game. And I mean a legitimate screen game because they've got Cooper Cup who will line up wide in a bunch of formations. They'll throw it to him. They've got running backs that can catch the ball. Cam Akers can catch the ball. Daryl Henderson can catch the ball. And then you got a quarterback that throws from all different platforms uh, where he moves around, but he also throws from all different arm angles. So he'll throw over the top of you. He'll throw around you. Uh, so yeah, I I can I guarantee you, uh, the 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 Rams might not run the ball, but throwing the ball to Henderson or throwing the ball to Acres and having them run for seven yards or eight yards after a catch is just as good as handing it to him in the backfield. So this is going to be a difficult game because once again, I just don't see the Rams just saying okay, just tee off on us. Let's straight drop back and hope for the best. You know, Cooper Cup is going to get his catches. You just can't let him kill you in this game. You got to let him catch it and then tackle him right there on the spot. Don't let him have much run after catch. You know, you kind of address there um, one of the things that I know you say is, is an old scouting philosophy, which is, you know, even if you struggle with something, when you see on tape that, yes. you know, oh, they yeah. we may not run the ball very well, but they can't stop it, so we at least got to yeah. try it. That's one yeah. aspect. I know I've heard you talk about another aspect before, which is when you've got such an incredible deficiency, like, man, the Cowboys can rush the passer and we can't pass protect. And right. I think it always surprises people that sometimes you get those matchups, like the one against Washington last week, where then you come out of there with two sacks. And you're like, yeah. how did that happen? Yeah. There, I know that one of the things is teams eventually look at such a big disparity there and go, you're not going to beat us like that. We are going to mm-hmm. be so focused on that that we're not going to be beat there. So even though Dallas does have an advantage rushing the passer, do you think that's something that the Rams are looking at this week is saying, we're not going to let Dallas just kill us with the pass rush. We've got to take that away. Absolutely. From else. Absolutely. That, the Rams are going to try and win this game on the perimeter is what they're going to do. They're going to see that you've struggled with corner force. They're going to see that you struggle with linebackers getting downhill sometimes. And they're going to str- they're going to see that your defensive ends get hooked. And, you know, all you need is one good block there on the edge. You get that block where that defensive end is pinned inside 
and now you've got linemen outside or H-backs or tight ends on the outside uh, blocking on defensive backs, and you get a guy like – and I'm not saying that, that Diggs is a coward, but Diggs – you watch you watch Ramsey play for the Rams, and for being an elite corner, he is not afraid to come forward and tackle. Right. That, that is something that he is more than willing to do. Does he want to do it all the time? No, but he's willing to do it. Diggs showed he could tackle in space. He's going to get an opportunity to tackle Cooper Rush a bunch in this football game. You need to get him on the ground. But, yeah, if you, if you show me you're going to play with a soft corner on the perimeter and you're going to get hooked and you're going to be a step late getting to the fill, I'm going to run the football on you or I'm going to try and run the football on you. We played some audio from Tyler Smith earlier uh, on in the show. Uh, he was asked about the task of, of them trying to slow down Aaron Donald. Here's what he had to say. It's going to be a great challenge for sure. Like, you know, it's going to, he's, you know, he's one of the best to do it. You know, you have to stay tight, you know, be really a son son when it comes to him. And, you know, you know, it's just a great dude to go against, especially as a rookie, I feel like. Have you seen a defensive player draw that much attention in terms of game planning around? Uh, I mean, honestly, no. Nah. Like, I, I haven't, like, I've known about defensive players. Like, you know, we do our film study, you know, our independent research. But just, you know, you know what he brings to the table, again, super elite player, you know, still very, very productive and, like, you know, everything that he does and like you know coaches and you know teams around the league recognize that so it's definitely different but you know you know the standard remains the same so Aaron- hey, hey yeah i would say something real quick yeah. bobby hey rook walk across the locker room and introduce yourself to micah parsons <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that, that 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 would that would do yeah. some good there yeah if you're looking for a name of a guy that commands a lot of attention as a defensive player Walk across the locker room. Walk up to the locker. It has number eleven on it. Says Parsons, and introduce yourself. That's that's a guy that. Uh, no, I'm just having fun with him. But yeah, it, it, now he's absolutely right, Bobby. The the thing about it is though, uh, they move this guy around. He's not just going to play three technique. He's going to play on both sides. He's going to play both tackle spots. He's going to rush from defensive ends. They like to bring him on twist stunts. They like to try and free him up to where you can't just one-on-one block him or slide your line in order to take him. So, yeah, this is this is a defense that's got, you know, some capability on it when you start to talk about the other players around uh, with the Bobby Wagners, the Leonard Floyds. You know, I, I mentioned Ramsey earlier. They, they've got some legitimate players here uh, that can cause you some problems. All right, how much, they, you know, they're – I haven't seen the tape, so I don't know how much they're pressuring – um, but the the sacks they have the fifth fewest in the NFL right now with seven. Yeah. Dallas, Dallas has more than double. Um, how much do they look like they're missing Von Miller? Yeah, I, I think that's a great great point. And you know, and, and it's really been the problem that that Raheem Morris has had to deal with uh, really is that he has brought blitz pressure, but blitzes haven't gotten home. And you know, the other day. Uh, if you just look at stat, if you stat hunt, you know, you got guys like uh, – there was Aaron Donald was close a couple of times and Garoppolo was able to shake. And then you're dealing with Kyler Murray uh, in that Arizona game and he's running around like – you know, it's like trying to tackle Jello. You know, it's just – it's going through your fingers and all that. But, yeah, they've struggled a little bit, you know. and and But if you're not very good at, like – if you're not good with your pass set, you're not good with your technique, guys like Aaron Donald will expose you, you know. Uh, Greg Gaines will expose you. Uh, you know, Sean Robinson will expose you. 
you know, you've got to be, you've got to be ready, uh, you know, to yeah, when you're blocking these guys, get your hands on them and then, you know, hold on tight because, you know, they, they're going to continue to kind of come at you. But these quarterbacks that I've watched, the like Garoppolo escaped a couple different times and then Kyler Murray escaped a bunch. So probably need to go back and watch the Atlanta game and see what Mark, Marcus Mariota did. Uh, I know if the first game you watch uh, with your, with, uh, with uh, Allen, jeez, uh, I mean, he, it looked like to me there were a couple times he dropped back and took off running and was able to make some plays. So they've dealt a little bit – it's been a little bit of a struggle for them with these mobile quarterbacks. I don't think that's Cooper Rush's game, so they're probably pretty excited about rushing a guy that's a pretty much a stationary target. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.